Fun fact, this pantsuit has pockets. <laughs> we love pockets. Another fun fact, I am really hopped up on Sudafed. <laughs> and I haven't eaten dinner. So get ready for a show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what <laughs> pisses me off? <laughs> <laughs> is that there are truths out there, important truths, that nobody thought to tell me. <laughs> um, <laughs> truths like motherhood is fucking hard. <laughs> and, and that for all I gained by becoming a mother, there's plenty that I've lost. Because you see, for me, motherhood arrived joyfully, but also kind of like a big old dump truck <laughs> full of expectations and anxiety and overwhelm. It just <coughs> fucking unloaded all over who I was. <laughs> like, like all over my creative source, my creative practice. It just, just poured it on. It Packed it tight, <laughs> just smoothed it over until I no longer recognize the landscape. <laughs> and, and then, oh shit, another load poured on top. Was feeling like I was the only one, <laughs> the only one who felt as like I did, who missed the creative being that I was before. Because the messaging, the messaging is strong. Upon crossing that glorious threshold of motherhood, the state of my mental health and well-being is no longer important. I was expected to neglect my own needs for self-care, including answering the call of my creative source that was still roaring somewhere beneath the surface, like a raging underground river. And so I was expected to forget all that. But I just, I could not forget. My hands, my hands literally ached for a project, for an outlet. But my creativity was just it was buried under so much stuff that I didn't even know where to start to dig. Then miraculously, in that seemingly random, half magic, serendipitous way these things often happen, <coughs> I began to stumble upon pockets of fellow mamas who felt the same as I did. <laughs> To suddenly be among <coughs> solidarity and validation? To even, to even discover that this conversation even existed? <laughs> After years of isolation and shame and self-doubt, I mean, <laughs> I mean, 
I'm gonna be honest, at first I was a little fucking pissed. <laughs> because I was like, what? what? Why didn't anyone tell me this was a thing? Like, you know, so I was, I was pissed. Then I got pumped. <laughs> because this, this was the push, this discovery was the push. It was the permission that I needed. It was the it was the divining rod that I was missing that was gonna show me where I needed to dig. So, fuck yeah, armed with this divining rod, I like raced out to the barren field of my creativity like, like a woman possessed. I like my, my three-day-old mom pajama pants like streaming behind me, my, my messy mom buns like askew. And I got out to that field, and I realized this field isn't barren. It's just dormant. It's just dormant. Yeah. And all I need to do is follow the twitches from that divining rod, start digging. I was on my way. <laughs> and yet. <laughs> wah, wah. And yet. <laughs> oh, and yet I am still struggling with this. Even though it's since become like my professional mission to publicly normalize these feelings to my, my soapbox calling to add to this conversation, to make it bigger and louder, I am still struggling with this. You see, when I make time for my creative practice, when I do anything, that's just for me. I still find myself worrying that I'm going to be labeled selfish or ungrateful or a bad mom <laughs> by some unseen judicial committee. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I really, really, truly shouldn't care. <laughs> because, I mean, let's be real. As a mom, I am just hashtag blessed with just, just, just so many opportunities to feel bad about myself. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, this is really just one of them, so I mean. <laughs> so really, really, I should just say, fuck it. <laughs> oh, but how? How do I get to that place, to that, that land of zero fucks? <laughs> like, because like, right now, I'm still over here. I'm still here. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think the answer lies with a younger version of me, a 16-year-old me, in high school, in art class, my favorite class, of course, and in one class I was heading over to my cardboard cubby to get out my supplies. And I saw that someone, some judicial committee, <laughs> had taken a 
pencil and written in the top corner of the front of my cubby, my box, they had written slut. And I remember just standing there like, um, you know, not knowing what to do. I mean, it, was, it wasn't that big. It was in pencil. I could have just erased it. <laughs> but we all know what would have happened next. Next week, it would have been in pen. Then it would have been in marker. Then it would have been across the whole front of the box. And I just, I wasn't interested. I wasn't going to play that game. Because art class, home of creativity, that was my house. <laughs> that was my house. <laughs> And I wasn't going to play in my house. <laughs> so 16-year-old me made a decision. 16-year-old me left that label up all year long. 16-year-old <laughs> me said, fuck it. <laughs> Because back then, I already knew in my bones what was true. That I knew that unapologetic expression of my own agency, that being staunchly not bothered by whether my behavior, whether my existence was acceptable to someone else, that's power. That is creative power. That's dangerous, heretical power. That's burn the witch at the stake power. It's rise from the ashes power. That is power that comes from within. It's source power. It's power that is unfuckable with. <laughs> so, so if I can just channel that wise woman that already existed in 16-year-old me, if I, can, if I can rediscover who I fully am, not just my creative source, but my whole source, mm. well, then I don't really need a divining rod provided by some external forces to follow the twitches of my own intuition. Because truth be told, I already know where to dig. Thank you. Thank you.